Hi, and welcome to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. My name is Patricia Robayo, and I'm the staff reporter here at the newspaper. Today is May 15th. We have a packed paper for you today, so let's get to it. Here are the headlines. I did a story about Zoom bombing, and I took a look at who has been affected and how to prevent it. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, all town board meetings and many schools have transitioned to meeting virtually via teleconferencing platforms. Zoom is a video conference software that's recently risen to prominence with government schools and businesses using the software to meet virtually. But with the rise of the software came a new phenomenon, Zoom bombing. I take a look at how some town boards, the Sullivan County Government Center, SUNY Sullivan, and school districts are handling this new technology. County and state are announcing plans for reopening, story by Isabel Braverman. Amid the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced this week a phased plan for individual counties to reopen. In order to do so, regions must meet seven metrics required to begin phase one of the state's plan when New York State on pause orders expired on May 15th. County Manager Josh Patosek said on Monday during a live town hall that the Mid-Hudson region, which includes Sullivan County, has met five of the seven metrics. Tustin residents have a bone to pick with dog owners. Story by Isabel Braverman. How can you enforce guidelines regarding walking dogs in the public area? That was a question at Tuesday's night's Tustin board meeting held virtually via Zoom. A couple of Tustin residents expressed their concerns regarding dog ownership in the town, specifically in the neighborhood known as the Flats. The area is very residential with a park and quiet streets. A resident said that her and her family were recently walking their two dogs in the Flats where they live when an unleashed pit bull charged at them. The pit bull attacked one of the dogs and the residents had to pull him off, resulting in her getting bitten on the forearm and suffering 10 wounds. Nancy Buck paints a bleak financial picture for the county amid the coronavirus pandemic. Story by Isabel Braven. As the coronavirus pandemic continues, many places in the county are still on lockdown with economies shut. It's no surprise that experts are predicting a hit to the economy during this time. On Monday, Sullivan County Treasurer Nancy Buck painted a bleak future for the state of the finances in the county. She said, when the federal government talks the word trillion, the state talks the word billion. Local counties talking the words millions and millions and millions. And businesses are taken in the thousands. Buck said, it doesn't matter how many zeros are at the end, we are all hurting. She said that the federal government will have to step in to help provide necessary funding for the state and local governments. Without that, the loss of revenue could be detrimental. The town of Calicoon addressed the census concerns and eventual town hall reopening. Story by Sarah Clark. During the May 11th town Calicoon board meeting held via Zoom, Supervisor Tom Bowles said that the recorded Sullivan County census number are lower than the rest of the New York State. He said, it seems that for some reason, Sullivan County is way behind so far on responding to our census. As of this morning, the response from Sullivan County was less than half of the rest of the state, on average. And this is truly important when it comes to funding for a lot of things that we do provide for the services that we do. In our Sullivan Life section, mother and daughter and SUNY Sullivan team up for an emotional play. Story by Carol Montana. Imagine, if you will, how much pain you had to be to consider having your arm amputated. That was the decision a Grahamsville resident faced last year. She has suffered her whole life with a debilitating genetic disorder of her nervous system that causes tumors to grow on nerves everywhere in her body. It affects males and females of any race or ethnic group. It's progressive and unpredictable, 
and there's no known cure, and the tumors, which are usually surgically removed, may grow back. Also, we have another edition by me, Coping with Staying Home for COVID-19, Part 7. We continue to explore how county residents are coping with the working remotely or being home for any extended period of time, in an effort to pause and flatten the curve of the spread of COVID-19. And here's a look at two more local residents who are dealing with challenging times. For the past five years, Rosie Starr for Beach Lake, Pennsylvania has been producing hosting the show Farm and Country on WJFF Radio Catskills. Since the pause, she had to move to her show remotely as the radio station is no longer allowing volunteers to enter the studio out of abundance of caution during the pandemic. Cheryl Jones from Bethel is a youth services librarian at the Etherbert Bree Crawford Public Library in Monticello. She said since the pause, it has been a roller coaster for her. She said, I have good days and bad days. The good days usually mean it's nice enough to go outside and go for a long walk and enjoy the sunrise. The bad days are just when I feel like doing the same thing over and over again. She is fortunate to be able to work from home as the library is closed to the public due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Also, we have another edition by Richard Ross, 2020 and 2020 senior athletes. This week, we, he features two students, another from Eldred, another from Tri-Valley. And that's what's in the paper. As always, for a subscription to the newspaper that can be mailed to your home, call our office at 845-887-5200 or find us online at scdemocratonline.com. Also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you. Stay safe, everyone. Have a great day.